Balls of steel. <laughs> yeah! Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Wow. Yeah, and boy, was it, the weather was perfect today. It was gorgeous. I was amazed. Uh, you know when Jim is you know, naked or nearly naked? Oh, That's the yeah. first thing I saw today. Jim's Damn, as soon as the weather warms up, he bare just starts white body. tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! But even though his weather was perfect and we had a huge crowd, uh, not a lot of people stayed because there is sickies going around. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of ew, oozing noses. Everyone's sick. Yeah. Oozing drusling noses. So only the strong and healthy remain here tonight. So <laughs> in the garage you have That's me. This flu. is Liza. What's up? My people. Okay. Next to me, I've got Knock. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> also being healthy today, we got Bagel. But I don't like spam. <laughs> <laughs> On the pretty girl couch, we have Miss Emma. Oh, hello, darlings. And pass the gin from the left-hand side. Oh, that's a foul on me. And then we got uh, over in the corner here. Return of the prodigal son. We've got Alex. What up, what up? And then next to that, we have Charlie. It's starting to get warm. Track days are happening. It's happening. But then, oh, this is exciting. For those who have been hanging with us for a long time, (laughs) I think you're going to be happy about this one. Because on the pretty girl couch tonight, We've got Lucas! Lucas! I'm a pretty girl. (laughs) I'm a pretty girl. Lucas, we've missed you. Yeah, you live in town now, man. Yeah. Back at it. Yeah. Yeah. What, you moved? Why don't you just go go tell everybody what my address is now? now. (laughs) Do you have your social security number? Is it 123 go fuck yourself? What's the security number on the back of your uh, debit card? It's 1337. (laughs) (laughs) Can I your bank account number two? And I have to say, Lucas, it's been a while since you've been hanging out here. God damn, your bike has gotten even uglier. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, you know... I, I guess there was a time so when I, you had so. when you had crashes that you would actually fix everything, make it look nice. Now you're like, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, well, I mean, I spent the last like 18 months basically just working on bikes for a living. So mm. you know, I just spent like in, in my last job, I was doing like 10, 11 hour days. You know, yeah. And then I'd be like, do I really feel like spending my day off working on my bike? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, like I at least keep it. You know, running. Well, that's it. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> functioning properly. It's just the cosmetics are. Well, shit, no, it's, well, it's, oh, it's it's not? functioning properly, but it's like Dude. I have a maintenance checklist that's like you know, forty fifty items long. You know, so it's like. Are you saying your sick jixa is a sick jixer? Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty ill. As oh. in, as in, it, it's like it needs to be put down. Oh no! Oh. It still sounds good. Well, I mean, yeah, of course it, it sounds I mean, you know. good because I'm so cool and I made my own custom <laughs> exhaust. I'm so awesome. Oh my god, which is held on with wire. Well, okay, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> Come on, give me a freaking. Come break. on, it's a safety oh. wire. Yes, you didn't let me that finish. Means it's safe. <laughs> you didn't let me. You, like you don't even know why it's like that. We need to get donut in here and like some, give him some lessons. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. The reason it, it's like that is because. Um, 
all I need to do right now is there's the headers go uh, four into two, and then two into one with a Y pipe. Mm-hmm. And then I chopped the can down. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to saw off the mid pipe after the Y joint, then uh, weld on a bracket and attach the uh, actual canister and hang it where the uh, mid pipe is supposed to go. And so on the bottom of the Jixer's oil pan, there is uh, the actual uh, nut that's holding in, you know, all the oil, the drain plug, sits down in like a little um, protrusion, right? And so I actually, you know, mocked it up. I, you know, did all the calculations, made sure it's going to actually the fit. Calculations. Yes. So um, it'll fit pretty nicely right next to that. And then, of course, I can use uh, the existing mount point that's holding up my mid pipe. And then I'll just switch that out to hold to uh, the bracket that actually holds the pipe on. So. And that pipe you have on there, that's from Azuma? No. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's a Yosh. It's a Yosh. <laughs> it's a Yosh. Okay. I remember, I remember you know how, Lucas uh, is back when it's a Yosh. I remember how long that Yoshi pipe was when you first had that bike. Yeah, it's it's about, <laughs> it's about it's seven almost inches half as long. long. Yeah. Yeah. But they make, they make Yoshis for Zumas, don't they? I think so. They make <laughs> well. Basically, I just did that because you know, like I crashed the bike and the pipe was all rashed up. And <laughs> so then, you just keep cutting off. Well, the I cut off. I, I cut off the front part and the end part, and then just stuck them together after drilling the holes. Right. Um, I in the middle there's like baffling and like good thing you guys can't see that. I basically just chopped it in half and then just safety wired the shit out of the bed <laughs> and oh stuck it together. God. But it works really well. And, uh, and I just hey, wanted to do works. that. I wanted to do that so, you know, I could just stick the pipe up underneath it and get that kind of like uh what what is it? It's like the something design, like dunking design or something, or you know, the the pipe that's just like the really inconspicuous looking thing. Yeah. You know, like on the KTM uh, RC8 or like on the uh, oh, right. Pondales, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a hole. A little hole out of a box, yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted like a little pipe to sticking out of there so it'll make it nice and clean. I can what? take off the passenger pegs. But what about your tinnitus, bro? Uh, we're past that. <laughs> You're like, I'm bleeding that. out of my ears Beyond right tinnitus. now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to die anyway. Like, who cares? <laughs> no, honestly, like, you know, the noise from the pipe isn't really been aggravating me that much okay. you know it's mostly actually just the wind noise that's yeah. been getting to me so you know and then i found out you know you can't wear two earplugs legally so i'm like what yeah you can't you oh, can bullshit. if one is in your butt um <laughs> i guess you i guess that, that technically well the suppository at that point i'm pretty sure if you tell a cop you have an earplug in your butt he's gonna like you you're gonna know, look at your funny and still right you that's you a good defense mechanism <laughs> he's gonna like check if you have warrants he's gonna ask you if you're on parole for like sticking stuff up your butt i don't know <laughs> does, that, does that work with earbuds too yeah. I, I, anything apparently and, I, and I'm just like well that's stupid because you know if you put like like you know if you're listening to your friggin you know iPod or where I don't know what people have these days I don't use those things but like you know if you're listening to your portable music player and you're like blasting music in your ear well like no shit that would make sense because you can't hear anything you know if every noise outside is like 50 decibels and you put 50 decibels worth of noise in your ears you can't hear anything <laughs> yeah right? now bagel you got me curious when you put your earbuds up your butt does it tickle the prostate 
Uh, it depends how far up you put it, I suppose, doesn't it? And how high you turn up the volume, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, you you, you maybe, want the ones that have a lot of bass in them. Yeah, you might like want the, the beats. Like yeah, the Dre, you need some Dre beats are good yeah, for that. Oh, there yeah. he is. Hey, Dre, beat, up, Dre beats are only good for shoving up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Lucas? You could uh, wear a balaclava, and that helps the wind noise a little bit. A balaclava? balaclava. Hey, Isaac just showed up. Hey, Isaac, it's not, what do you It's not want? a Greek dessert. It's no, a balaclava. It is not. Balaclava. Yeah, there you go. I love balaclava. Pull up a chair, and you can share a mic with Alex. Yeah. Um, so let's hey, let's get to what we did this weekend. Um, Jim and I took a nice little ride up to San Francisco. You guys uh, rode up there, yeah, to catch that show. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. road did you take? Uh, we took um, <clears throat> the freeway 280 up to San Francisco, but then we went and did the sights, and we did um, Lombard Street, the crookedest oh, street in the boy. world, and, and we, we got video of all. Which ride is this? <coughs> so, like, how many Priuses did you have to dodge? <laughs> all of them. Oh all, of, all of them. <laughs> there was a tourist in a rental car who was trying to do about a mile and a half per hour while his wife filmed. Yeah. And my bike wanted to do about two miles an hour down. <laughs> and you're hill. just like, whoa. And I was literally inches from his bumper, like, just mm-hmm. Yeah. I was with a passenger uh, on that road like two weeks ago. Do you know how much those houses cost on Lombard Street? Hella money. They're like, like in the tens. No, they're in the tens of millions. Jeez. Tens of yeah. millions, really? Yeah. Oh. And you know what? You could not pay me to live there because <laughs> every single time I'm going to go to work, there's some asshole who's going one mile an hour, hanging yep. out the window. <laughs> and, and, and probably all you smell is like asbestos dust every all day long. Yeah, People exactly. Well, and their brakes down the hill. I yeah. did have fun because there was a line of cars to go down the hill, and there was a bunch of tourists standing in the middle of the road taking pictures. Oh, they pictures. do that. They and fucking the, do that. And the line that. of cars oh, terrible, were man. waiting for them, so oh, I just went around them and just... Revved, 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 and just went right through the people taking selfies nice. and kind of bumped them all aside. Did you, did you did slap your the phones uh, out of their hands? <laughs> did you take your verses? Yeah. Okay, so you were at. See, Liza, this is why you yeah. need to get like a squid jixer so you can be like. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get they get out of the way. It's not a Lucas podcast if I don't hear a rev limiter uh, simulation. <laughs> but yeah, so we had a great ride and then jetted back and uh, yeah, yeah, it was really nice to go up there and have bikes for getting around the city. The only it's downside so nice, was dude. we were trying to park to go see a show, and uh, I was sketched about parking um, between cars at meter spaces yeah. on a hill. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, there's a parking lot around the corner. Let's go in and see. Yeah, and I pull up. And I'm like, yeah, how much do you charge for two bikes? Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Cash. one uh, million dollars. Forty dollars a piece. What? 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 Oh my god! Fuck! What a racket! For, for what an hour? And Jim's like, we can park under the stairs, like you know. Right? And he's like, sorry, that's what my boss said. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. No. So we actually doubled up with a scooter. There was a nice two motorcycle parking spots and a scooter in one. And Jim and I put our Ooh, bikes dude. in the other. Parking <laughs> is savage in the city. It it's, is. It's savage. horrible. But there is a little trick that uh, it's not legal to park on the sidewalks. But if there is a an awning, you can park under the awning, and you are allowed to do that in San Francisco. No shit. Pro, no tip, way. pro tip on. T- are you SF still going to get a ticket though? Nope. Well, That's you can, but you know. can fight it. Oh yeah. Um, so, and go. then we got home just in time for the naked ride. Hey. It's a big event. That was um Charlie. How many people do you think were on that ride? Like three. No. <laughs> like there was 25? a lot of people. There was here. about twenty-five. I'd wow. Say. Yeah, it's been oh. cold here, but it, it warmed up a bit. So 
It wasn't it was frigid, cold. frigid. The last it was couple cold. days, it's been like <laughs> strangely warm. And I know because I live in a second story like room. Mm-hmm. And so whenever it's not like butt ass cold outside, I'm like swelterling. <laughs> so, so I Emma, know when Emma, it's hot. <laughs> what part of your body got the coldest? <laughs> My armpits. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't expecting Science. it. It's you were, science. No, because you were science. riding that Harley with the drag bar, so you had to fold your <laughs> body in half just to reach the bar. No, exactly. I mean, this this uh, I was on a borrowed Harley, oh and my. so my feet—it's got forward controls on it, so my feet are sticking straight out in front. And I had my boots on, darling. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I had the boots. Um, you have to wear the boots. Yeah. yeah, you have to wear the boots, and it's got these drag bars, so you kind of fold it in half. Yeah, and. I was wearing gloves, so it seems that it's... <laughs> just, I don't know! I, oh. It's science! Oh, Your armpits were like an air sock. They yeah. just caught it all. Wow. Yes, because unlike most European women, I do actually shave my armpits. <laughs> and I was regretting it. There's no insulation there at all. If I had some insulation under there. But it was, it was freezing. So, yeah, it was a good crowd. And every year... Somebody at the last minute, something happens, their yes. bike doesn't work. Yes. Somebody has to hop onto my Versus, which I'm not happy about uh. due to previous stains that have left. I've oh, talked no. about the, the, the vagina Georgia. shroud of Turin left on my bike. <laughs> Did that, um, somebody left a Georgia O'Keefe print? A Georgia O'Keefe, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, of course, as everyone are on their bikes, naked, engines running, faced in the right direction, Douglas comes running into the garage to grab a wrench. He's like, shit, fuck, I forgot to put the pegs on my bike for cat. Shit. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, just fucking take the verses. God damn it. <laughs> every year. Every year. Mm-hmm. I bet you did that on purpose. He's like, ah, I'm going to take the verses. I don't know. But um, <laughs> the funny thing is, um, Bex came late, and she had her bike the wrong direction. So the crowd takes off, <clears> and now she's trying to turn this bike around. So I'm helping her, <laughs> pushing her, and pulling her. And by the time uh, the group has left, and now she's finally leaving, and, and she's playing catch-up. And... The group goes out the driveway, turns right at the light, and are down to the end of the next block. And so she's going, and there's one vampire, Rev, who's playing a chase sweep. sweep. And so she rounds the corner. She wants to catch up to the group, so she guns it. Now, on that block behind our garage is the police station. So apparently, as the entire group of naked riders goes by, there was a cop car in the driveway trying to pull out. No, he was just sitting quietly watching us go by. So he watches everyone go by. Now the group is gone. He starts to pull out. Suddenly, here comes naked Bex doing (laughs) 60 miles an hour. In a 25. And not just looking at the group and just going for it and cuts off the cop car. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Rebels, you guys. How, how was the ride, Emma? The ride was great. It was... Um, I th- I, how long were we out there, Charlie? Like 15, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Um, nice little nighttime jaunt. Nighttime jaunt. We took in the sights. We rode all around downtown Santa Cruz, didn't we? Just about, yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, Liza, you heard the cheering from downtown at the Recycle Garage. Yeah, <laughs> we could hear the crowds. We could, see, so, we could get, so guess where the, the group was. Wow. Did but, you, yeah. Did you hear about the incident? Somebody ran yes. out of gas? Yeah, Bex ran out of yeah, gas. Yeah, Bex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. After she caught up to the group, oh. 
<laughs> she ran out of gas right at the base of the downtown strip. Oh yeah. no! Wait, you mean you mean where <laughs> like was it? At like the same place that somebody's bike seized yes. a couple years ago? Uh, yeah, that yeah. was Donut. Yeah, oh, Donut. No. That, that's funny story behind. So that she one. ditched her bike and got on ba- the back of Rev's bike, uh, this, which is why you have to have a sweep. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. And uh, her and gas was later retrieved, and yeah, that was fine. Then the other thing, <laughs> Megan got really lucky because apparently, so everyone puts their ID in their boot because you got to have a helmet, uh, gloves, and boots. You are required in the state of yeah. California to present identification and ID. So ID vehicle. goes in the boot. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan called over to the garage, frantic. She's like, "Did I leave my wallet there? I, I can't find my ID." Well, apparently on the ride, not uh, just down the street. It fell out of her boot. Oh, shit. Fortunately, Sage was riding behind her, and he saw something fly off her bike. Oh, wow. By the time they got to the end of the ride and she realized it was missing, he came rushing back here. He This bike pulls up, and then somebody runs away. And I'm like, what the hell? Ha- what's going on? What happened? What? What? What's going on? <laughs> and I go out to the street, and Sage is picking the wallet up out of the street where it was still sitting. Oh, was he, wow. Was he still naked? No, a local zombie. He got, he got dressed. A local <laughs> zombie didn't pick up that wallet, huh? Yep. <clears throat> so wow. she got lucky. very lucky. That yeah. is, yeah, super lucky. That really yeah. is. Charlie, was that your first? No, that's my second. That was your second. Yeah. Are you gonna do it again next year? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's did fun. you go, it's Lucas? A fun ride. Nope. Oh. I wanted to, but then I straight up forgot. Yeah. And um, Isaac. And also, the only thing yeah. uglier than my naked ass is my jigsaw. I was on the ride. <laughs> I had declared earlier in the day, I was feeling a little feisty. I said, Tonight's going to be the night. I'm going to look at one of the penises. <laughs> Big I was day for you, Liza. Scanning the crowd. And I saw Isaac there. You didn't. You didn't look till like I was on the bike and had kind of folded it under me. <laughs> I, I know. So I'm like, I see a victim, and I went. I looked him in the eye. I'm just two feet away from him, and I just. Yeah. And then I just dip my head down towards his crotch and look. I couldn't find anything. Yeah, <laughs> it I, wasn't there. I folded it, it under me for warmth, man. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that freaks me out. Oh my God, I forgot. Liza, clearly you're confused on the yeah. mechanics of these things. I am it, so it retreats back inside your body like a turtle head. I, I mean, we can, <laughs> we can fix that. Turtle decking. I don't understand. Don't, However, don't fix it. No, don't fix it. Stop. I would like to say something about <laughs> Isaac. <laughs> yes. I would. He's hairy. What? He's like... He's like a little chimpanzee. <laughs> he's got like all this. Yeah, really, is he? I'm a fuzzy, fuzzy bear. Oh. No, he's, he's below the waist. <laughs> below the waist, he's hairy. Maybe his Mountain grandpa man. was a Sasquatch. You know, <laughs> he's got the, the, the big, thick black hair all over his legs. It's <laughs> shit. Wow. I call it my flytrap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But darn Nothing it. Nothing bites my legs. I missed my chance. I'll have to try again, work up the courage next year. One of these times, I'll, I'm going to sneak a peek. Yeah. It just always never works out. Just it's don't. Just, just save yourself the trouble, man. It just... Uh, There's their YouTube videos for that. You I don't know. It. It's kind of like when you see, like, like watching like those Faces of Death videos where you can't <laughs> erase it from your mind, yeah. and you wonder, like, should I have ever seen it or not? Like, you can't unsee you it? You know, you can't unsee it. How have Same you not seen gyms by now? Um, because I caught out of the corner of my eye, I caught a glimpse, and when the color is different from the rest of your body, <laughs> that freaks me out. I've seen some that are more purple or more brown than the rest of your body, and it like that's weird. I can't handle it. I, I think, uh, yeah, I well, think, okay, yeah, it's weird. Oh well. Where did but, you but learn anatomy? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to know. National Geographic. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> the men's porn magazines. Yeah. Um, but we got some shit done today. So yeah, big turnout and like we were commenting, it was like everyone was out there working on stuff. Yeah, everybody get their, their, yeah. their, their in their business, man. It was really cool. I was working on the concourse project, which I'm glad to say I got the struts done. Um, we're very fortunate in that. Uh, I have a neighbor who has a machine shop, and he also has his own CNC machine. Yeah, he's got a CNC bird So table. I was able to design um, the struts I need to be the seat supports, and gave them to him, him, and he put them in the computer, and he cut the struts out for me. They're perfectly shaped, and now I'm going to box them in, and it'll be a cantilevered seat. But wow. it's and it's so cool, and so when I was going over there to watch, I'm like, hey, who wants to come watch? And we had a little crowd come over there, and, and like uh, Dukaki Dave, his mind was blown. <laughs> wow. He's like, whoa, is that thing like hotter than the sun? How is it doing that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, he was just like, wow. <laughs> It was yeah, so that was really cool. So yeah, I'm so glad I have Alan to do that. Um, and Douglas took that uh, motorized bike thing that was. Oh wait, have we explained this yet? You got or somebody received a. We received yeah, it a, was an abandoned bicycle that has the motor kit on it. Oh wow! Um, to make it like a whizzer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in a short time, Douglas was kind of meandering around, shuffling like he had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, kid, take this project. Mm-hmm. And he got Make that thing. Look at me. He did, and I, because I, I was asking a lot of people, like, who wants to take this on? Because it's fun when you have that triumph. And I knew it'd be like a one-day project to go yeah. from a rust bucket to running. That feels good. He got it going in fifteen minutes, dude. <laughs> wow. No, he he dismantled that. No, he took he like like he lopped the head off of that thing, and he got mm-hmm. it back together in less than fifteen minutes or something like that. Cleaned the car. Yeah, yeah he did mm-hmm. a lot. Cool. Um, and then Dukaki Dave. Oil. Did an oil change? Yeah. There was a lot of confusion about how to put his his Ducati up on a, on a stand. Hmm. Mike was helping him, which maybe didn't help. <laughs> didn't he have spools? Um, <laughs> well, no, no. He didn't have the spindles. So they take the universal one that just has the flat mounts, pads. Yeah. Pads. And they come back in and go, well, that didn't work. What else do we have? And I said, well, what? we have one for spindles. We have another one for spindles. And we have one for the front end for forks. And he's like, I'll try that one. I said, it's not no, going to work. He goes, why not? It. I said, you know what? It'll flop over. Why don't you find out? <laughs> Just go ahead and take <laughs> it and try it. R.I.P. Uh, in peace. No, because oh, the one for good. the forks is not as wide as the rear. Yeah, yeah you need your right. rear one. I'm like, go ahead. You can learn from the experience. Try it. He comes back in. I said, What's wrong with the Universal? Well, there's nowhere to mount it. I go out to look at the bike. That is a perfectly box square fr- yep. frame. I'm like, <laughs> uh, you've got like eight inches yep. of swing arm <laughs> to use that on. Mm-hmm. I think they were it's trying a, to yeah. use it on like the the end. Oh, you not mean like in the front axle of the axle or something? Axle. I think they were trying to use it like like directly, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh, the axle adjuster's in the way. Put it two inches in front of the axle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a Ducati S4R. Why do you, why or do you like need that? to put it on it the swing monster. stand? Yeah. On the stand to drain, drain the, oil. the oil. Center stand has uh, to be kind of. Yeah. Can't you just stand the bike up? The thing is, you don't really need to put it on the stand. You just tilt it downwards. He eventually. Unless you're doing the chain, I mean. He's not doing the chain. But he eventually managed to change his oil. Yes. Yeah. Did yes. he change the pennies for his clutch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. <coughs> and um, who else was getting stuff done? There was Evan is still working on the 250. We lost I, the spark on that fucker, man. No, it's a no. The the 500. The yeah. 500. Yeah. Um, I I saw that the wiring harness has been unearth and there's a lot of wires everywhere oh, so I dude. specifically didn't go over to inquire <laughs> <laughs> well you know I kind of left him to it I, I said Evan you've, you really need before you throw any more components of this bike we need to make sure that the harness is in good condition somebody's actually been playing in that harness mm. so um, I ordered him to unwrap all the insulation tape that looked like it had been disturbed that was non-factory so we peeled all that back you're ungoobering it and then <laughs> seeing what's going on underneath and th there's a couple of suspect things so you know you buy a bike without a spark just Wait gotta keep plugging away at it i thought it had spark and then it was gone and then it's, it's got an intermittent spark oh, which, are, which are the hardest that's to the worst yep. usually most of the stuff on that is solid state so it works or it doesn't yeah. so right. it's got a janky connection in there somewhere yeah. and we just got to find it there is a lot of wires in that bike that's a lot yeah. of fucking wires it could just be a sensor wire too yeah exactly um so we'll get it so for today's topic so I chose this topic because it's something I was thinking about this week. Um, throughout the week, I listened to a lot of podcasts, a lot of motorcycle podcasts. And um, this week, I was listening to Loud Pipes. They've got they've got really great sound over there, too. I like those guys. Um, but they had, their guest was Lloyd from Lloyd's Motorworks. Now, this is a, a Harley-centric, but not just, <clears throat> kind of like motorcycle men. They'll cover everything, but they're Harley-centric. And one of their guys is really into um, upping the performance on his Indian. Mm -hmm. And Lloyd, uh, their guest, he has figured out a way to make some major power come out of uh, certain victories. Um, in, a, in a well, an affordable way, like for three thousand bucks, he can. Right. Really just up swap the it with an R1 motor? Did yeah. he just yeah. buy a, a sport bike instead for yeah. three grand? No. It's really simple. And, you only um, need three thousand dollars. And <laughs> yeah. he himself. He himself has a, he rides his own Victory that does over 200 horsepower, I believe. Cray cray. Um, so, and I, as I was listening to it, and, you know, this is not a dig at all on the Loud Pipes guys. They're really cool. But um, as I was listening to it, my mind just first goes to, I, I don't get it. I don't understand this need <clears throat> to do costly performance enhancements to a big twins it doesn't make sense to me if you want a performance bike you should get something lightweight that's a performance bike so am i am going through this like i like i don't understand why somebody would spend for three thousand dollars to up the horsepower on his indian dude you can buy like a really good condition drz for that you, you know buy a track bike you know but it's more power i know but those don't come I, with a pussy magnet <laughs> i've never been that kind of person who gets that i don't get right spending all that money and time um years ago when i was uh, managing a website that sold uh accessories for <clears throat> metric cruisers and we were selling uh, cams and and intakes and velocity stats and all that kind of stuff and and guys will spend a lot of money on yes, that they stuff. Will. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, you want to get the titanium push rods. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and all this stuff. And I was happy to sell it to him, but I didn't get it. So I'm listening to them, and it's like, I don't get it. But I just kept listening and, and them talking about this and the power and da 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 da. And then I started thinking about my own project, this concourse. It's, uh, you know, the ZG1000. <coughs> and something clicked in my head. I think it, I got infected with that disease. <laughs> and I suddenly was like, I wonder, can I put, um, you know, can I put like a supercharger or turbo on that thing? <laughs> Ooh, that would be cool. <laughs> and I caught myself. I'm like, holy shit. Now you're doing it. Holy shit. I think I caught the bug. <laughs> like, but then again, depends on what the price is. Sure. You know, right. if yep. I could do something like that for 200 bucks. <clears throat> Didn't you get Shamu you get it for, for 200 the price bucks. of a broken bike? I know. I know. <laughs> so I wanted to ask people in the room, and especially Emma, the mechanic who's familiar with the stuff, um, and Bagel in the scooter world. I know that this exists. I know people are doing spending ungodly amounts of money on sport bikes to make yes. them faster when just last week we were talking with charlie about how his street bike is really too fast for the street it's right. it's a track bike um it happens in the sport world it happens in the big twin world does it happen in the scooter world most definitely have you done this bagel yes i have <gasps> <laughs> turbo scooter? What have no, you done? I, I've thought about turbos. Um, <clears throat> in fact, I, I, I still have a, a pipe dream to put a, a turbo on a Heinkel. Um, but, uh, but what I have actually done is I put a, uh, a cylinder kit on my Vespa P200. Uh, it's a 210cc uh, kit. It's bumped so up. it got 10 more. 12, 12 more cc's over stock. <laughs> 12 more. And How much did that cost? <laughs> uh, the kit itself cost 400 Um and then I had to buy another one because I seized it. And <laughs> well, did it did it run higher compression though? Oh yeah, it's higher compression. Yeah. Uh, it has a, <clears throat> has a decked head, um, so oh, it's no. got you know it's got high compression with an O ring and everything. Um, <clears throat> I had the it's, it has a rotary induction crank. It's a two stroke, and I had the crank cut um, to add you know more fuel into the in, fuel and air into the mixture. Um, you know for the added added capacity. So I did quite a bit of work on it, um, and. It su succeeded in making my bike significantly faster. <clears throat> it would go about 10 miles an hour faster than stock, which was really nice. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but well, then, well, what's okay. the top speed on this? So like... it went from 65 to 75. So that's a significant difference in in the performance of a scooter, especially if you want to ride it on the freeway. Yeah. It's so smaller, it yeah. Makes, but it, then you could just buy a Bergman for that much money. But it's not a Vespa. Okay. So... Uh, so the but the, the 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 expense though, in addition to the the money and labor and time and everything <clears> that it costs, is that you sacrifice reliability. Yep. yep. And that's the reason why that bike is sitting in pieces right now, um, when I still need to get back together again. Um, and I have had that same experience with other scooters too, including modern Vespas. Knock, have you done this? I don't go for power mods. I generally just get a bike with enough plenty of power, and I do suspension mods to my bikes. That's all I ever do, really. Smart man. Yeah. Emma. Yes. I know you've done it. We're coming back to you. Okay. <laughs> Lucas, have you done this? You know, the most I'll ever do in terms of power is probably just like throw in a power commander or something. But to me, that's more of like a necessary upgrade. You just buy the bike that has <laughs> the power you need, right? Well, I mean, you said like, oh, Charlie's bike is too fast for the street. Every sport bike above 500 cc is <laughs> yeah. too fast for the street. Yeah, yeah. Like, true. yeah but but like, and I said, you know, his his bike and and Jixxer 750s, they're squirrelier. 
There's they what they can be scrubbed. And my super dude too. I, you I get don't to know a what point... you mean by that. <laughs> it's yeah. it's not very torquey. I don't know what you mean by really? that. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's an I four. The, the torque is like you know minuscule compared to the amount of power it's just cranking out. You know. Well, I'm talking about and like the Super Duke. You have to be very careful on that throttle. Well, that's because it's the Super Duke, man. Right. But I, these are the. This is what I'm talking about. There's you just buy the bike that will kill you instead well, of spending oodles of money <laughs> to make the bike. Well, to make the bike kill well you. no. See, here, <laughs> you know? here's the thing, man. If you buy a sport bike and you're intending to like go fast on it. You know, you can put as much power in it as you want, but if you can't corner, then what good is any of that power, right? So I think that mods that are, you know, a lot more functional for sport bikes would be, you know, like stomp grips, aftermarket rear sets, aftermarket clip-ons, you know, like weight reduction stuff, you know, something that would make it easier for you to corner on it. Suspension. Yeah, and then you basically just leave the power alone because they're already... Plenty freaking powerful. You it's know? always the case, though. It's not just the power, but it, the way the power is delivered. Right. Mm-hmm. People always fuck with the fueling. You know? Yeah, it's and people also, lean. they'll change the sprockets out, you know? Right. So it's like, if you're only going to go 120 on a course, well, then why are you sticking with, like, a 47-tooth sprocket? It's you know? kind of like, like well, having you... an XR650R you can't take on the freeway. Yeah, I can no. take them out of the freeway. <laughs> so, I can't like, now. It doesn't burn oil anymore. You can, <laughs> you can have ungodly power, but if it has an uncontrollable power band, or if it, it's just hard to ride you can't yep. roll on the throttle but and turn or whatever let's go I mean. back what is this need i was gonna explain that yes here's here's my is it related at all to penis size well yes. slightly what i'll yes. say yes. is that <laughs> the mistake you're making eliza is you're, you're thinking about gains in terms of you know horsepower torque you know maybe lap times quarter miles you don't want to think about those numbers the only numbers you want to be concerned with is how many inches it will proverbially add to your dick (laughs) so when you see guys with harleys who are like i want to get the screaming eagle because instead of making 60 horsepower it makes 64 oh you know like horsepower like that that's like oh i automatically have like my my penis is now like one inch longer than anybody else who doesn't have the screaming eagle version that's right you know what i mean or like you buy the the um, you know the the Mustang like you know SVT or whatever like well huh, it's SVT huh, huh. you know like, <laughs> just kind of like just how I look down on guys who ride six or six hundreds because they're stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest. The Mustang is truly but the, they can race the squid the six- bike of the car world. They can yeah. race in the six hundred class though. Why would you pick a Jixer? Because why would no? It's a Jixer, bro. No. <laughs> Liza yeah. was asking me bikes I wanted to it's crush. Sick. I was oh, thinking about this. But we'll get back to that. Right. One of them is Jixer 600. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's um, the same exact bike. It just has a 600. It even weighs the same. Well, All right. Yeah. Let's get to Miss Emma. Hello. Emma, have you ever done any modifications like this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds she so guilty. I know you have. You famously have. What have you done? What's the most extravagant? power boosting thing that you've done is it a turbo uh, aero 50 um, <laughs> <laughs> turbo gs 1100 25 pounds boost 210 horse Christ, crank 25 with, an, pounds? with a wow. four second nitrous boost oh, that's your gold damn. one damn no that was it how did you keep the front wheel on the ground i didn't <laughs> <laughs> um but okay no but 
I mean, there's, a, there's there's some valid points going on here. Bear in mind, this was a long time ago. Um, I'd do it again. I'm doing it now. Yeah, I'm doing it. No, I'm not going to sit. Fuck well, you guys. No, no, no. Did you add the wheelie headlights? So, uh. <laughs> back, back in the 70s, you provided with Japan were building superbikes, and you'd get yourself a leader bike. And it would give you maybe 80 horse at the back wheel, which is plenty to get you down the road. Sure. But, of course, the thing went round the round corners like a Safeway shopping cart. <laughs> so That's an insult to Safeway shopping cart, <laughs> bro. There was an, an awful lot of things you could do to make it quicker relating to the chassis. I mean, we used to change out the shocks straight away. We used to do all kinds of things to the forks, put a fork brace on it, um, rebuild the forks, put decent valving and damping in it with these huge box section swing arms in it, as good as shocks were back then. Yeah. Um, damper rod forks? You know, yeah, these were all damper rod forks. Yeah. Um, and we figured out ways of getting damper rod forks because nobody had done the gold valve thing yet. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, you always want that power. And Is it because, like, you said they handled, you know, like barges, right? So, you know, with your old 70s tire technology and your 70s brakes and your 70s suspension, you basically had to park it in the turns anyway, right? So you're just well, trying to get that speed out when you can get it, right? Yeah, I mean, there's that. I mean, some bikes had better brakes than others. I mean, Suzuki's were always blessed with pretty pretty good brakes. I have things have changed. Um, <laughs> Honda brakes were bad. Yamaha were the worst. Oh, dear God. Mm. Yamaha brakes were appalling. Wooden planks. Um, yeah, it's you know things have changed a lot, but I understand. No, I understand. I actually understand the horsepower thing. So, as the biggest offender here, yes. this is a two-part question. Right. One, can you explain why people do this? And two, can you help me do it to my concourse? <laughs> <laughs> yes and yes. Hey. Um, why, why do okay, people do this? What is let, this? Let, let me give you an example. Okay. I mean. Everybody here knows I'm building a bike, right? Yep. Yep. Everybody yeah. knows it's a GL1000 Goldwing. Yep. yep. Everybody knows I'm bolting a turbo on it. Yep. You are? Right. I so that. yep. so that's, yeah. what's, that's what's on my bench at home uh, right now. Well, goddamn. So, lucky me, I'm probably going to ring... The Goldwing standard's 80 horsepower. So, um, I've done my calculations. I'm doing a pretty mild boost on it. I'm doing 8 pounds boost. Um, I'm not going for a particularly big turbo. The turbo came off a Honda Civic, which is 1.6. Perfect. Um, I'm screwing down the wastegate, so I'm running about 8 pounds boost. 120 horsepower. It's nothing. People here are just going to laugh. I mean, your Triumph is probably more than... It's about 120, but it weighs like what? Wait, wait, it weighs a fraction of the wing. Yeah. So why am I doing this to my wing? Because fuck you, that's why. I'm not <laughs> buying yeah. your Triumph. Yes. You're going to have a comfortable bike that goes fast. <laughs> well, <laughs> because, because nobody else has a, a Goldwing that does that. Right. Yep. And yep. part of it's that. Because, then, like, you know. if you pull into a parking lot <clears throat> on a race day and you're riding an R1 or you're riding a Jixxer 750 or a Le Jixxer leader bike. I'd ride that Goldwing. That's cool as shit. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's yep. the point. And that is why the Harley guys do it as well. Because you're starting with a bike that's running, maybe running 65, 70 horsepower. But if that's you generous. bolt, if you bolt all this <laughs> go 
fast stuff on it. And you know, these a lot of these guys are getting up to over 100 horsepower in a big twin. So it's strictly just ego. It makes me feel cool. Mm. It makes well, me it's feel also, good. you know, it's a sense of accomplishment. That Absolutely. To, uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a great yeah. feeling. So though. I understand yeah. that. Like with the scooters, taking something that shouldn't do what you're going to make it do is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. With the Goldwing, again, taking it's a challenge. And that's kind of. Um, I kind of feel that on the concourse, I'm not doing it so I can go faster. Right. It's doing it. Oh, it'd be because a fun challenge been... to how to do that. Right. I mean, do you remember a few, many weeks ago we had a very spirited conversation with Michael about customization of bikes mm -hmm. and just customizing bikes? I do not uh, recall that conversation. Well, I think the upshot <laughs> was it, you know, modern bikes are getting so complex. Right. How are we going to customize them? And that's largely true. We mm. can't because. You Thank know, if you. you've got CAN bus lines, if you've got this, you've got... And everything's integrated. It's very hard to modify them mechanically. So we're going to do cosmetic things mm -hmm. to them. Mm. But if you're able to modify an older bike, customization's great. It makes it your machine. Because when the wing's done, there's going to be nothing that looks like it. There's going to be nothing that sounds like it. But that's Emma's wing. Right. And, you know, theoretically, I can ride it to vintage, Barber Vintage. I say, oh, you know, shit, that's Emma's wing because it's the only one. Yeah. You know, if I was just riding a, well, not just because it's a hell of a bike, but if I was riding a 675, it'd be in the company of a gazillion other ones. So There's not a lot of them. There's not yeah. a lot, but, you know, it's, it, it's very... Yeah. It's a very personal thing. It is a very, it, 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 it's a personal journey. Yeah. Customizing any bike is a very, very personal journey. All right, so let me ask the group here. If you customize a Harley and make it go faster, is that cool? No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? All right. Why not? If you well, there's there's people that do drag racing and I things guess. like that. So I mean, Harley could right. be no, a drag. No. No. The only thing more embarrassing than customizing a Harley is buying a Harley. <laughs> oh. Shots so fired. If, if you if Lucas you modify a <laughs> scooter and make it go faster, is that cool? Yes. Hell yeah. If mm -hmm. you modify an old '70s bike and make it fucking fast, is that cool? Are yes, you wearing sure. a three-quarter sparkly helmet? Yeah. If you modify a Can-Am and make it go faster, is that cool? No. Uh, because it's a Can-Am. <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do to a Can-Am to make you look like less of a goober. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> I think, have we reached, is I don't, that, I don't is that the limit? I don't care if you have, like, one leg and that's why you ride a Can-Am. I'm like, I don't feel sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think there's, I think there's, like... If you do it because that's what you want to do and you want to make it your own, that's cool. If you do it because some marketing guy told you it'll make your dick bigger, I, yeah, that's kind of the difference. It, it's fun to have a faster bike. And it's yeah. fun that it's something that you created. But Speaking you don't which, you don't hear people saying like, "Oh man, I upgraded from a four piston to a six piston caliper." I mean, it no, it is, no, you do, you do, you do. You do. No, but not you do. that. I mean, but they don't brag about it. But I know they're available aftermarket. Uh, no, I, mean, I don't hear people. No, honestly, you totally do. Really? I put yeah. on a, uh, an R one. Uh, it was two thousand seven R one brake kit on. Uh, I think it was an older. Jixxer 1000. Yeah. So I had to like uh, the the fork legs or something. I don't know what bike it was. I can't remember. But the fork legs were like the same diameter, so you could swap out the fork legs. It's got the radial mount, and then you can put on the triple piston Brembos. And man, that shit is like, mm, you know, that stops. That's nice. 
real hard. And you know, right now I'm actually thinking about replacing uh, the brake system on my Jixer with the R6 ones because yeah. they're better. Yeah, yeah. You, you hear Those a lot of good brakes. You hear yeah. a lot of stuff like that at track days too. Yeah. People are doing to their bikes. It, it's like on the track, you'll do yeah. anything you need to do to be faster. Yep. It's not just like well, it feels cool. It's like, hey, let's get one you know, one bike length in between this turn and another in. Right, you know, and, I mean, and, and that's you know that could win or lose. How much does that bike length cost yeah. you? Eight thousand dollars. Great. Right? Yeah, th- there you go. That's that's <laughs> racing. But you know, your your success you're, is you're measured spending, in lap times. Right. You know, right. you're spending three thousand dollars on a brake kit that's going to shave off you know a tenth of a second. Okay, but like right. the whole racing thing, it's, it's it's a totally kind of different context too. Because ideally, if you're racing, you just well, you're gonna well. Do the you best you win. can on the bike. It's, you it's know? the extreme end of that, though, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah, I, I, it's a spectrum. Yeah, right. I guess. Right. I mean, in, in wrapping this up, here's kind of my assessment. We have bikes that are performance bikes, and we have bikes that are maybe underachievers. You want to improve, but the thing I still kind of struggle with is taking a cruiser, which by definition is for cruising, cruising yeah. audio, and <laughs> and souping it up and putting performance parts and suspension and to me it's like souping up your cadillac it's like well the whole point is just to kind of you can do that cruise that's where i have trouble (laughs) well you have the option now to cruise hella fast what you got lucas okay so i worked with a guy and he had a dyna and he kept asking me like bro do you what do you think if i did this what do you think if i did that to it you know and I'm like, dude, you keep thinking about putting on these mods. You're just trying to turn it into like a sport bike, you know? Yeah. He's like, I'm like, he, you know, he's like, oh yeah, I like scrape my pegs all the time. I got to put like taller shocks on it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, people think Harleys are performance machines, apparently. They don't know any better or something. <laughs> so, there are plenty of people who just think it's cool to ride a cruiser fast. Possibly in spite of the fact that it's designed to not go fast. Now, I will know? tell you, I do think it's cool when you see those, like, Cadillacs or Lincolns with, like, uh, a 4x4 four four suspension and giant jacked up. <laughs> nah. oh, like I think dunk? that like that is cool. You mean like a hoopty? Yeah. Now, if people would do that with their Harleys and turn them into these amazing off-road bikes, that could be badass. That could be cool. Well, I think some people are trying to make their Harleys or American bikes start competing more with you know the japanese bikes to go faster hmm. so stoplight to stoplight maybe yeah. guess what it's game time Yay. okay oh, so man. i'm trying something new None i have these. a new game for y'all <clears throat> None of these. <laughs> so i've handed out a sheet of paper to everyone and on it there are four bikes I will tell you. And all of these are on Craigslist and they are all I would say in um decent to good condition. These are not like projects. Mm-hmm. Uh what we have is a 2009 No, sorry, 2010 Genuine Stella scooter, mm-hmm. just like the one I own. 30 bucks. With 156 miles on it. Well, shit. Wow. All right. We have a 1989 Honda Transalp XL600 all original. That is yeah. a rare, that's a rare Dang. bike in America. That's a it cool is. bike. Is that is that the same as the White Elephant? Is it is like the V twin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a six hundred V it's actually the same engine. Um that was in the shadows. Okay. So it's, a three, the, uh, it's a three valve engine. Um Transalp's a great bike. It's called the X R V, yeah, in some places. Or yep. is it the, yeah. It's only got oh it's three valves, huh? All right. And then the next bike is a nineteen ninety eight Ducati ST2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great so bike in excellent condition. Bitchin, That's actually. a friggin' horror story. Yeah. And yeah. the last bike, in, in lieu of the recent news, 
I included a <laughs> 2000 Buell M2 Cyclone, low miles, lots of extras. It's a tuber. Does it come with Eric Spiel's tears? <laughs> yeah, they all do. Oh, it's uh, how they run. And it only has 9,000 miles on it. Wow, oh, shit. Okay. okay. All right, so you've got four kind of cool bikes. Two of them are sport bikes, but one's Italian, one's American. Then we got a classic Honda Transalp sport adventure bike. bike, and we have a Stella scooter. So here's what I want you guys to do. Um, let's do you in in teams. So we got Knock and Bagel. Okay. And then we have Lucas and Emma. And then Alex, Isaac, and Charlie will be the third team. I need you guys to rank them in value. What costs the most on Craigslist? What costs the least? What if I saw one of them on Craigslist? Ducati, Scooter, and... So, uh, you guys take a look. Probably number one. And I need you guys to, yeah, put numbers on. We'll see who can get the right order. And then I also want you to guess about what the prices are on them, what the value is. So this is kind of a demented what's it worth. Wait, I, I have a question. Sure. Are these prices based on what people are listing them for or what yes. they're actually worth? No, these are on Craigslist. <laughs> so basically... But, but these are not bikes that are... The, I mean, these are all decent bikes. With well, no I'm just issues. saying, if like I Mr. Found Buell thinks it's the best motorcycle ever and lists it for $20,000, you know, I'd be wrong, you know? So. All right, so knock and bagel. Are you guys ready? And, I think and so. try and I think so. about yeah. what price you think they're worth. What what year was the scooter? All right, well, the scooter's uh, at the 2010. 2010 okay. with 156 miles. And we're commenting on these specific bikes, right? Oh, and yeah. I should say the Ducati actually has 40,000 miles on it. Uh-huh. Okay. But wow. that is a sport touring, so that's not considered yeah. high mileage. It's still a Ducati. Um, okay. All right, so. Well, what, all right, knock and bagel. All right, uh, well, I will start out with a Stella, uh, since Stella. I know this bike very well. Yeah. Um, this bike has been dropped on the right side, I can tell from the picture. Um, so oh, I would shit. say it's probably worth somewhere between 12 to 15. Okay. Okay. And uh, do, so, do, do, Are okay. you making that least valuable? Uh, yes, that is definitely least valuable. The okay. least valuable. Oh, we're descending. Okay. okay. Yep. All right, well, you okay. can do it whatever. So, so you think that that's next, number four. Okay. Next most valuable. Next most valuable would probably be the, the Buell. Buell. Uh, it is a little rare bird, but it's an older Buell, and it's a tube frame, and you know maybe, Buell? maybe just maybe the sentimental value is through the roof. Oh, maybe two thousand the most. Okay, what do you think is worth the next? What's it's next? the Transalp because it's uh, there's a Transalp name to it. Okay. So maybe like twenty five, twenty eight. Okay. And then the Ducati, th- maybe thirty eight to three thousand, thirty five. So because Ducati, it's a Ducati. Uh, yeah. three, five, okay. Oh, you're saying 3,800. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 38,000? Yeah. I was like, oh, geez, no. you're way overvalued <laughs> all of these. All right. Emma and Lucas, what do you think? Okay. Are you, are you, you okay the, with the order, Lucas? Yeah, I, I actually uh, completely agree with the order. I, okay. I think we think the Buell is the most valuable. The Buell's mm. the most valuable. About how much is that worth? Oh, I don't know. I'd say between five and eight k. There probably. you go. Yeah, five thousand. Really? Wow. Um, yeah. Second okay. most. Second most valuable mm-hmm. is the Transalp, which is going to come at about thirty-five. Okay. Um, the Ducati. I okay. whatever. Yeah. 
And then <laughs> uh, give me a price. Oh God, make one up. Twenty eight hundred. Okay. No, you know, I would think the Ducati would be about thirty five, and the Transalp would probably be more because okay. it's like a collector's so, item or something. And then for thirty five and Transalp, and then what, and then coming up the rear, which we agree with, is the scooter, which is worth fifteen shillings and threepence halfpenny. Twenty four hobo dollars. Twenty four hobo dollars. Okay, uh, who's representing for your team over there? Isaac? We're incredibly indecisive. All right, I'll do so. What's, okay, Charlie's. What, what order are you going in? Um, lowest. All right, what's the least valuable? I think the scooter. Um, scooter? What's it? We all agree on the scooter. I think the Buell, yeah. but okay. Well, I actually saw the Buell on Craigslist. Oh. And it was listed at, I forget, either Cheater. 22 okay. or 26. Okay. So, all right, so. Oh, we're so screwed. That's yeah. my basis. So the yeah. scooter. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no. What do you think the scooter's worth? What, like, um, I think 1500 1500 Well, it has very okay. low miles. I love how and, and everyone follows a, my yeah. lead. Okay. <laughs> What's the next one? Um, the Transalp. Um, Transalp. I mean, it, it, what year was it? It was like in... Well, they only made them a few years, but they're highly collectible now. Yeah. How many miles are on it? Uh, okay, hold on. The Transalp. Hard-ass miles, huh? Um, it's a Honda. Know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, doesn't... St- oh, 59,000. Oh, no, you see, that's a factor. <laughs> uh, that's a hell of a long way for a trail type. You should have shared that. Mm. Well, I asked, uh, you didn't ask questions. New yet. chain and sprockets, new front and rear Doesn't brake matter. 59,000 is a long exhaust. way. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, I'd, I'd say maybe I'm like 1,800. Oh, two grand. I think they're two asking 3,000 so for about, that. So, Transap, how much are you going on this? I'm saying two grand. Two grand? And you guys Isaac, what disagree? Do you say? I think three. So I think the Buell's worth less so than So, I need one. Alex, you decide. Uh, let's go with two. Okay. What's next? Uh, the Buell, which was listed at twenty six. I mean, Buells are really. It's a good bike, but they're no. really cheap because no one wants it. And there are no parts. Yeah. There are no, yeah. Well, I are the Harley parts interchangeable as far as the engine goes? Uh, yeah. No. Oh yeah. Well, so some of them. Yeah. Running, some of them. Some. They're running. You know, the same engine. I, I mean, similar engines to the Harley. So I'd imagine that Harley parts are interchangeable. It's like a Sportster engine with minus all the crap. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> all right. So, what do you value the Buell at again? Well, I, I saw it, so it was like, we'll say what twenty four. Uh, it's like twenty two or twenty six. Okay, I forget, so. it's got a. Well, you keep a, changing numbers. <clears throat> it's got I quite forget. A I saw it. You know, okay, a week well, ago. Top right, is a Ducati. Twenty three. Uh, Ducati. And how much is that worth? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Forty two. Forty two. Let's call. Let's call oh, yeah, it thirty two. If we're playing guess the number, I'm what's going the number? What's the number? Forty two. I need one number. Well, I'm saying go in between ours, and it's like 32. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, go. you decide. <laughs> oh, All right, 42 it is. Okay, 42. Right. Pretty so damn steep. let me see if we do... That, that Buell's got uh, a wicked dent in the front header, too. Yeah. yeah no so oh, I missed that. Oh, I didn't even see that. No, I fuck. Crap. 35. That oh, back pressure. Damn, down. son. <laughs> Regardless, I know what it was listed at. So. <laughs> How does that even happen? Holy crap. Right, Magic. Kicking it. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, some guy said, fuck this piece of shit. And fucking threw yeah, it he realized he owned a Buell. <laughs> okay, so I'm adding all your prices together. I don't know. I like Buells. You cray. Well, they're, oh, you okay. can get it for so, cheap. So, here's what's interesting. Okay. They're undervalued. If you add all of your prices together, so um, knock and bagel, add them all together, it came to 9500 Okay. Okay. And uh, you guys are here, Charlie, Isaac, Alex. This is one of those fucked up together, games, isn't it? Where you don't tell us all the rules. 9700 Mm-hmm. And Lucas and Emma, your total came to about Thirteen five. Wow, mm. we're low ballers. Wait, well, they, no, we're, we're valuable. Well, they put the Buell at like seven grand. 
So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not saying that's how much it's actually worth. I'm saying that a Buell owner would probably be delusional enough to list it for that much. <laughs> well, they, this, <laughs> this game is a game of averages okay. because my friends, every single one of these bikes is listed for $2,500. Wow, shit. Every the single Ducati one. too? Even every the, single one. Even the Stella? God damn. Every single one is $2,500. Wow. So if you add that up, that comes to $10,000, wow. which means. Isaac, Alex, and Charlie with 9700 yeah. were the closest wow. when you come cool. to the average price. Mm -hmm. okay. But I found it very interesting, just the price. I mean, um, you guys thought they were ranged from 15 to 35, and then uh, Lucas and Emma, you thought they ranged from 15 to 5,000. Right. Yeah. And you guys thought they ranged from 15 to 4,200. All 2,500. Well, that said, now mm. that you know they are all 2,500, do any of these bikes pique your interest? The, sco the Ducati. The scooter is hugely the overvalued. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. We agree with that. Yes. The ST2. You, God, you'd have to be a brave soul to take that. Is on. it yeah. that horrible? Is, is it? You, an I mean, it, it's a pretty bike. Yeah. It, it, God, oh, no, okay, wait, wait, no, what, what? no, 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 don't do it. <laughs> what Ma motor is it? Maintenance on that bike would kill you. Right, mm. what motor is in there? Is it the M900 motor or is it... What well, sort of? Yeah, it's a two-valve, right? Yeah, yeah, but, you know, don't, no. Yeah? Is that a before um, or after they uh, swapped out the engine bearings? So... The really crappy ones. The Transalp, <laughs> I would love the Transalp, yeah. but not at that mileage, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're getting towards the end of its life because it's only a 600. And 60,000 miles for a 600 is a long way. Um, you know... I got 50,000 miles on my 300. Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking the Buell. I'm going to tell I you. I hate to say it. I'm kind of digging the Buell. I kind of like that model bike. Um, yeah, I'd, the, I'd buy the Buell. The fact that just to have that Buell big twin... Right. And I liked that it's a design rare looking bike, bike. Yeah. and it's rare. I think, um, and it's American, goddammit. America. Um, so shout, yeah, shout out since they announced that they once again shut down Buell. I wanted to throw <laughs> some love, and I liked this bike for the price. And yeah, well, so yeah, apparently that year of like 2003 or under of that model for Buell had issues. Mm. A lot I of think issues every every year of Buell had issues, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they're you know they're good bikes i you know i'd ride it. i think it'd be sure. a, really fun i mean a big powerful v twin on a sport bike why not i actually like the lightning powerful yeah. finger yeah. quotes fun no well, they, they, but they're, they're, fun they're really undervalued because no one wants them because buell keeps shutting down so mm, they're pretty right. unreliable so you could buy a cheap bike that's actually pretty decent yeah and then you may or may not be able to fix it and a curiosity yeah. it, exactly it it's a mm -hmm. curiosity thing the only problem i have with bulls is even though i'm five nine i've got very short legs that's why i always wear heels hmm. and they are tall hmm. bulls are tall i mean any the seats are wide too. any sport bike's tall right yeah no. but i mean no i can i uh, know i said uh, yeah. i uh, you know i spend all day every day riding yeah. you know sport bikes that i've just worked on um, I'm five foot I, eight. I flat foot my jigsaw. Yeah, I don't have a problem, <laughs> but it's I'm definitely tippy toes on a on a Buell. They're they're very tall. They are kind of wide, hmm. um, but they, yeah, I mean I'd ride the Buell. Yeah, yeah, I thought those were great bikes, and in the twenty five hundred dollar price range, that's a you're getting any one of those. Well, maybe not the scooter, but still, no. I mean, I think even though it's been crashed cosmetically, a hundred fifty six mile two thousand and ten scooter for somebody who. Has twenty five hundred bucks in their pocket to buy a mode of transportation. 
It's I, not a bad buy. I, I think that uh, Buell only had like, be dependable. Honestly, that Buell only had like 13,000 miles. Yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, it, that was a low if, mileage bike. But yeah, you need to do some work on the exhaust pipe. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as far as the scooter is, is concerned, if it if it were not crashed and it had that mileage, um, I would say it's probably worth about two grand. Yeah. Okay. Um, because, I mean, they, they sold for about three grand new, I oh, think. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, asking 25 is just ridiculous. I've got to say, Bagel, bike. tell me more about that brand of scooter. Where are they made? And It's the genuine. Genuine sco- uh, scooters, they, they they are no longer making them, unfortunately. They did not sell very well. Right. But they were made in Italy by um, a company called um, LML. Um, they sell the same bike as the LML Star in the rest of the world. Uh, for the United States market, they branded it as the Genuine Stella. Um, and this particular model is a four-stroke version, which has the same classic lines as the, the Vespa P200. Right. Um, but it has a completely rear des- redesigned frame that's actually a tube frame in the rear, where the, the, the what looks like a monocoque half of the rear, rear, rear half of the bike just unbolts and lifts off. Um, and it has a four-stroke motor rather than a two-stroke. Um, it's a it's a very nice bike. It it rides very very well. It's very smooth, um, just quite underpowered with 150 cc's. But uh, but as far as as scooters go, it's it's very good, okay. Very very good quality. It has little little issues here and there with just uh, you know kind of not very good quality rubber and and some of the plastic parts. But but from the the engineering of the bike, it's it's a very very well designed bike. Okay. Awesome. So um, one of my favorite. Uh, segments we used to do when when Lucas was always here was to Lucas lets loose. This is where we <laughs> Lucas is known for being an opinionated person, and Thanks, he's not Liza. he's he's not scared to share his opinion. And sometimes yes, it's just fun to give him a topic and just let him loose. Yeah. So no. since Lucas, you weren't here last week for our Crusher question, what bike yeah. would you send to the Crusher? Um, I'm curious if you had the power. To remove some models of bikes from the planet, never as if they were never here. What would you send to the Crusher? Do I have to pick one? No. Can I rank as them? many? Go for it. All right. Go for I'm it. I'm letting loose, right? Let it loose. So, um, oh, he has a notepad. I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes. All I, I came prepared so that you know I could like file my uh, you know sententious rage to a small point, right? <laughs> um, I would say the first one would be, I don't know if it's called a boss hog or a boss yeah, hog. Boss, boss hog. Hoss. Um, because, like, just why? <laughs> <laughs> All right? We, I thought it was very relevant. We're talking about cruisers that are, like, ridiculously overpowered. This one is just, like, I, a, if, if you were considering. Uh, a V10 in some is cases. It? It's Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a V8. It's V8. Is it V8? I think it's a V8, yeah. Uh, some, and, yeah um, some V8. Some V6s, I think they made All right, it was V10s, a Valkyrie but, that was a V6, right? No, that's a uh, straight six. Yeah, flat six. Straight yeah. Six. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, right. Wait, Balls no, Val- Valkyrie, good, good, good. Valkyrie is an opposed six. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but sorry. Yes. Anyway. Um, but the thing about the boss house, it never kind of fit. It looks like it was cobbled right. together. Yeah, yes. well, it, yes. it looks like something you'd build in your garage right. if you, like, had nothing but Harbor Freight manuals. And the gold Chevy radiator in the front. Yeah, and, it, and it's like, you know, I in context... If you parked a boss hoss next to the guy who's bragging about how he gets like you know extra ten horsepower out of his Harley, I'd rather talk to the Harley guy because <laughs> like 
I don't know. Like, there are things that are ridiculous but are cool because of how ridiculous this is. This comes full circle where it goes past that and then just goes back to being ridiculous. But, but dude, can you put a four barrel on your Harley, though? <laughs> Why would you want one? That's the thing. It's like, this is just, ugh. It, everything about it, ugh. All right, what's, what else would you send to the Crusher? Um, Every adventure bike that can't go off-road. Oh! <laughs> nice! Yeah, so, nice! So, they they wait a minute, not my Versus. Don't take my Versus. Not your Versus. Okay, good. Not the Versus, because the Versus won't have crap fall off. So you talking about <laughs> and, and you didn't pay, you know, the same amount as, like, you know... <laughs> a mortgage in California <laughs> for it, you know? Um, I remember I was watching motorcyclists. They sometimes put out videos and they did a test where they took a whole bunch of ADV bikes and then drove them on like a motocross track. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like, yeah, so we didn't want to start out with Great. every ADV bike. So we just picked the ones that actually worked. And they did like another video before that, and they were basically like bashing like the BMWs and like the the other ones um, for basically falling apart. Wow. They just they could they... not take the strain of Man. being off road. And then I think the two bikes they picked were the uh, V Strom and oh, surprisingly yeah. the KTM uh, eleven ninety Adventure. I thought it was the Africa Twin and the. Oh, you're right. KTM. It was the Africa yeah. Twin. It was the Africa Twin yes. and the Go 1190 Adventure. And I I totally expected the 1190 Adventure to be the friggin' turd in the punch bowl because <laughs> it's KTM, keep throwing money, Sarah very expensive, has... and it's the, like the number one poser adventure bike if you know you don't wear an aero stitch. Sarah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah so. has pictures of her jumping the 1190 at Metcalf. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, was it, this is this is the new Africa. I think hers is a nine ninety. Yeah. No. Yeah. Maybe. But mm. uh yeah, I was I was it very surprised that it held up as well as it did. Nice. And they kept crashing them over and over, but you know, they were able to not fall apart. So All right, what else would you send to the crusher? Uh Jixer six hundred, like I said before. <laughs> <clears throat> I like my Jixer seven fifty quite a bit. Uh Jixer six hundred is pointless. Can't you just big bore it to a 750? You could. That's what do you think a 750 is, dude? It's like a 600 with like a slightly longer stroke. Like that's it, you know. And people are gonna be like, "Well, a Jixxer 600 is a perfectly good bike." <laughs> okay, you know what? Why would you buy a 600 cc version of a bike that's already 750 cc's, weighs the same, like costs about the same? It's basically the same. All the parts are the same, except for like you know the, the very specific engine parts. You know, they, they might not want as much horsepower. Well, yeah, but then just don't turn the throttle as hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's got more torque. It's He's more. Got a point. It's more streetable. It's more streetable. It's got more torque and it's more comfortable on the street. Right. The whole reason you would have the bike limited at six hundred is because you're like doing a six hundred class racing kind of thingamajig, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure the Cowie. Or the uh, the R6 would probably just whoop its ass. The Jixxer yeah. 600 is not really a race contender compared to, especially those two bikes, uh, especially the most recent uh, ZX6R or the ZX6RR if they went back to 636. I don't know, but yeah. those. Well, I mean, for amateur racing though, doesn't matter. I mean, like if you could pick one up cheap, like good yeah. for you, but it's just not as good, right? It is, right. I don't think it really deserves to I exist. I mean, you, you can pick all those those bikes up for a pretty decent price anyway. Yeah, I mean. but I'm just saying, if for like racing, they're better bikes. For the street, why? There's a 750. Just get that. You know. All right, what's the next one? Um, 
That's really all I have written down right now. Right. <laughs> you I got one more freebie. Come on. Top one more. What do you got? Um, I'm going to go off a limb or on a limb. Off a limb. Off on a limb. Yes, thank you. And uh, let's see. This should just be, oh, why the hell not? Just throw it in. Like something we got room in the crush. All right, all right, all right. All right. All right. What's something you hate to work on? Oh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> every Honda ever. Uh, huh? Every BMW after 2008. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, oh, you know, no. I've worked on lots of BMWs, and I am pretty partial to S1000RR, even if it's fuck ugly. Um, <laughs> pretty ugly. Um, just kidding. It's not that ugly. Those fins are growing on me, man. Yeah, yeah. It's not as ugly as the new Jixxer 750, so it's it's got its place. But it's like... I'm pretty sure having worked on all those bikes, there are some things that you're just like, oh, wow, that's pretty creative. And then, you know, for every one of those, there's like nine others like, why is this so complicated? (laughs) And I'm not talking about like, oh, it's like, it's just such an intricate design, man. You just don't understand. I mean, like, (laughs) let let me share you. This is what BMW is like. All right. So on the kind of newest gen of the uh, Boxer Twins, you know. Water-cooled ones. Uh, yeah, the water-cooled yeah. ones, right? The air-cooled ones, I don't know if they still have this, but the water-cooled ones, to open the oil cap, it's this kind of weird triangle like shape, right? And it's weird. And you're like, why did they do that, right? And it's, I thought it was aesthetics, and then I realized that on the older ones, it, there's just a slot in it, and you just take like a quarter, and you can turn it, right? So if you're stranded out in the middle of nowhere and you don't have this special tool, you can't open the stupid oil filler cap. What? Right? And here's the thing. Yeah. It's a triangle because if it was a square or something, you could just wedge something between it and turn it. Because it's a triangle, <laughs> you can only get it wedged between two of the points. Uh-huh. So you can't turn it. Wow. So you'd have to like take a screwdriver and like hit it with a hammer or something to get it to turn. Wow. And they I... sell that tool. It's a plastic key for yes. like $50. Of course. When we were <laughs> in Pakistan fuck? and we met a bunch of travelers traveling through, <laughs> yeah. and there was a pair of Australians on the GS1200. Uh-huh. And he was trying to do his oil, and he couldn't find his uh, key. His special And there's BMW like key. all these like these guys <laughs> traveling on Trans Alps and BMWs and all these bikes, and and, and we had mechanics with us. No one can figure it out. I went out there. I forget. I cobbed something together, and flipped <laughs> it off, and then just went back in and like, yeah, it's open now. And they're all like, what? Good luck getting it back I just on. let I let all the men. <laughs> All stand around, put their heads together. But uh, yes, you're right. So Emma, stuff like that. no, uh, you, you agree. Are, you agree with his assessment on no, everything? Absolutely. But <laughs> you are you are such in my bad book. Oh. I, you know, we've butted heads before, Liza. Oh, yes. I'm n- I'm not going to forgive you for this. <laughs> oh, what I do now? Was I here last week? Yes. No, I wasn't. No. I had to go oh, right, around for the leave. And you? Oh no! What did I do? Oh, you. What did I do? I know what bike you wanted to send to the crusher. Oh, I and hate I the wasn't there to <laughs> defend the it. The katana. The katana is a masterpiece. <laughs> Which year katana? The first year. Thank you. It's a masterpiece. I love the old katanas. It's an absolute masterpiece. Not you anymore. It ought to be ashamed of yourself. The late model katanas are the ones I wanted to crush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, two thousand and up. Fucking yeah, the Newcomb. ones that look like a tapered turd. So yeah, I, I said they look like a butt plug. <laughs> when? <laughs> okay. In 1979, 
I was working at uh, 1980, I beg your pardon, I was working at a bike shop in England, and a katana arrived in a crate. So we broke open the crate, got the katana out, parked it on the sidewalk, and that bike nearly caused a riot. There was nothing like it before or since. It's, it's an absolute masterpiece. And the design of that bike is so good. You can do these resto mods on them where you junk the 19-inch front wheel and you put 17s front and rear and the big fully floating discs and the upside-down forks. And that design takes it so well. It's a great-looking bike. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, Liza. I don't think I can you know ever... You I don't think I can ever forgive you for that. I know how we can settle this beef. Charlie, go fill the baby pool with oil. We are going to settle this now. <laughs> yes! I, I You're going down, Liza. On a, on a serious note, though, wasn't the Katana one of the first uh, Twin Spar, like, kind of sportish bikes? No, the Katana is just weird styling. You either love it or you hate it. It... it it summons that in everyone. Yes, it's no really one is ugly. indifferent. You have an opinion. Right. I chose my side, I, and I'm sticking to it. I I jumped on the Crush It bus with Liza, but only because I've never seen one that isn't rattle canned. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they were new. I'm sure they were great. Oh, dear God. But I've never seen one that's been treated well by somebody who deserves right, right, to right. So yeah. if, if you if you were to see a brand new one, they only came in silver. And it was a very special flake of silver, so it was actually... It was a two-tone seat that set me off. And that was suede. Yeah. It wow, was um, navy blue and gray suede. Um, it's like the worst material for a motorcycle seat, though. I'm sorry, you guys, a rat just ran over your head. Oh, it are is you sure it wasn't nice. a possum? No, it's a rat. It's behind the rafter. It's right there. Should I poke it? No! Get the gloves. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Oh, sorry. Wait, you, you know what I think is just not a redeeming Where's quality Josie? about the katana. It's just that, you know, every time I see it, I'm like, that guy's too poor to buy a Jixer. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> no, uh, true. That's the wrong katana. You see, Suzuki used that name for a long, long time. What we're talking yeah. about was the very, very first GS 1100s. Actually, right. the first one was. Uh, homologated for racing down to a thousand but it actually started life as an 1100 now called across yeah. a frame four and they farmed out the design to um a german group of architects and a guy called hans muth who's done a lot of bikes since then it was really his first breakthrough design it's absolute masterpiece it do really you, is do you think um the sorry liza i know you're like trying to shut me up but i really want to ask this question because uh when, in 86 when the first jixer came out like, shit was just forever changed. It was, you know, one of the most defining bikes of its generation, and it practically started the whole, like, super sport for the street market, right? When the Katana came out, did it really make waves like that that really lasted, or was it kind of just, you know, faded into history once the Jixer kind of took over? Oh, is that for Liza or me? Oh, I was asking you. I don't think um, Liza knows the answer in, in terms of style, No, in terms of styling, yeah, it changed the world. Oh, wow. No, it, cha it completely changed the world. And we forgot about it because, number one, it was low production back then. Mm. You know, it was, it, it was a special bike even when it was new. If you sold maybe 2,000 Suzukis a year, they'd give you one. Wow. So wow. you're not going to see that many of them. It's kind of like the H2R, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. of the day. So... Shame on you, Liza. <laughs> Where the hell is that rat? You're scaring me. 
Knocked while you're out of the room. A rat ran across the rafter above their head. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, I keep looking for it. Try not to imagine it just like falling on your head and then screeching. Yeah. If I had a rubber rat right now, I could make you scream. You would make me fill my knickers. I'm just going to keep pointing. Is that a European thing? Oh, oh, it's above your head. No, I'm just kidding. I know you were pulling my leg, but I still couldn't help hey let's get to some emails and thank you lucas for letting loose i miss you so much i love it when you do that you're funny as hell dude. i love you too boo boo <laughs> <laughs> so um i'll start uh this is from max adams and so max and his friend came through uh last year on their way from vancouver uh remember the snowbirds we were talking about absolutely they stayed with me the uh um after they did the podcast here. Yeah. So he said, hey, sorry, uh, it's been so long for the follow-up, but life has been busy. Will and I finished our trip to Cabo a couple days late, but intact. That's great. Rad. The views and the roads were amazing. We had planned to do some trail riding in the dry riverbeds, but I ended up fracturing my toe on the bedroom doorstop the day after we arrived. Classic. What? Classic. Before the coffee. Is it it? Ironic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they found bike storage for the year down in Mexico for a hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. Holy crap! That's. Um, Will needs to do some brake work to the GS, but the only casualties were a chain and probably some tires. Um, and guess what? They, he and his girlfriend, are going to Portland to see the one show. No hey. shit. So yeah, hey. they'll be looking we for got a, y'all. We got a crew. Yeah. Yeah, Knock will be there as well. Look yeah. for the dildos. <laughs> what you got there, Knock? I got an email titled hello and warning uh from (laughs) from uh, from pete here i uh hi miss fitz i am pete from mukiltio washington found you on norman's show and i've been uh, catching up uh, ever since uh like you guys because you're in a motors your motorcycle that's just like me been riding for over 40 years still can't get enough Bit a bit miffed with you now. Oh, uh, Emma. Uh-oh. Because, uh, You'll appreciate this. Because uh, I watched, uh, listened to 182, and you disparaged my beloved Katana 1000. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know yeah. it's a love it, hate it type of bike, um, but it was my first street bike and later became my first race bike. Uh, loved Hans Muth's styling and the power of this big Suzuki motor. Eventually owned two of them, and he sent a couple of pics. Uh, a little on him here. Raced, a few, uh, raced for quite a few years, mostly road race and supermoto, but raced nearly all disciplines. Flat track, MX, cross country, hair scrambles. Uh, YSRs, yes, although I am uh, 6'6". And yes, it uh, looks like a monkey fucking a football. Uh, <laughs> paved ovals, TTI's racing, rally motor, the whole shebang, it looks like here. Uh, did track day instruction for a while, but now I am in this in the process of getting my msf certificate to do license training so he's trying to be a teacher that's cool cool i am also a member of emma's army yeah. yay since i love big suzuki's and gin excellent <laughs> yeah yeah there you, you go. can't go wrong with either no sir <laughs> uh currently ride a ktm 250s xcw smoker uh honda 650r yeah <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and a new to me V-Strom 1000. I uh, also have a naked SV-1000 with a GSX-R suspension and brakes. Uh, that, that'll be for sale, and the spring's going to sell that. Uh, love Emma's history hole. Um, Emma, how about doing one on the late, great Jim Davis, one of the greatest and longest surviving of the board track racers? Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> look at this dude over here. I just, Liza just threw a I dildo just at me. Dick's flying. It's, it's not a dildo. It's a packer. It's a packer. Ah! 
<laughs> oh my god, it's disgusting. <laughs> it feels so gross. <laughs> I couldn't find the rat. Oh <laughs> I, I, so I feel dirty. molested just by touching it. <laughs> Sorry, it's go ahead. Mark. Okay, uh, forgive <laughs> for uh, I forgive you for dissing the katana, and I'm planning. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm planning <laughs> to attend the one motorcycle show hey. in Portland. All right. Uh, so I'll look for knock next to a 3D printed bike. It's <laughs> <laughs> coming for me. I uh, also wanted to warn you that I am. Uh, uh, that I am coming to visit. So cool. come yeah. and hang out. Sweet. He'll be in San Jose for work and um, in March, and he's planning to come over and check out our garage. So, so yeah. he's going to be here on a Wednesday, which the garage isn't open, and I want to prepare you. If you do come down to see the garage, it's a big disappointment. It's basically yeah, a <laughs> parking lot with a Costco tent in front of the actual garage. Yeah. Not a lot to see. However... It's- they're rats sometimes. sometimes. However, yeah. give us an email a couple days before you come, and I might be able to rally some yeah, of the misfits some to go out, maybe to uh, Hula's for some uh, yeah, it's drinks and dinner. Yeah, we'll you have ride. a beer for a, or a G&T, for sure. You yeah. Know? yeah. Cool. But thanks thanks for the email, uh, Pete Nielsen. Take care and keep up the great work, he says. Yeah, thanks, Thank Pete. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Much appreciated, Pete. Yep. Cool. All right, and I have an email from Gary in Ohio, and this hey, is Gary. this is a follow up to Gary's previous email where he was asking us about having kids in college and household bills. Oh, and, I remember that. And one, oh, yeah. what do we do with about the bike and stuff and everything? And he says, "Hey, misfits, I just want to say thank you very much for your thoughtful advice and encouragement on your latest podcast. I will certainly take your advice to one, stay involved in my biking community even if I don't have a bike; two, to focus on getting my employment and finances in order, and my next bike." will come along and three to be open-minded about the types of jobs i pursue in the hopes that my job will fit well with my passion for motorcycles yeah bagel was right that i had a jobby job thing that didn't support the, the fun and seedy part of my life love that quote <laughs> thanks, thanks again love the show if i get to vintage days this summer i will look for you hey, oh right. we're gonna is be that there. a threat yes <laughs> we're gonna be there thanks gary yep good luck with your jobby job Gary. yes yes i hope you find a good one <laughs> That, that will support you in all sorts of deviousness. Isaac, you're <laughs> disgusting. What the hell? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, like a slug. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> uh, Miss Emma? Nothing's okay. happening. Um, so this is from Sean. Um, Sean, I, this is an extremely funny email, but it is a little long, so I'm going to cut it down. So um, I wanted to make sure, make you guys aware, in the hope that you will aware, raise awareness for an often overlooked and seldom discussed safety hazard out there. It's a safety email. The yeah. no speed, no bike, get off. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so Wait, what? No, wait a minute. Uh, we're coming to this. Just so listen. here's the story. <laughs> it started out like any other morning. Would you stop playing with that thing? <laughs> <laughs> it started out like any other morning heading mm-hmm. into work and stopped to my usual place for the morning's caffeine. We've all done that. Mm-hmm. I pull up to park, shut off the bike, get off, take off the gloves. I take a step back from the bike to take off the helmet, but my feet don't follow me. Yeah. Oh. Instead, I do this slow motion fall like my feet are nailed to the ground. Oh dear. I hit the deck and my brain is racing. In the span of maybe a second, I wonder if I'm paralyzed for some reason. Did I get shot? Did something hit me? Did I have an aneurysm? And a million other things. I didn't feel any pain and my eyes are closed. So he describes this young woman bending over him and saying, are you okay? And he realizes, no, he's not in heaven. He just (laughs) fell over. (laughs) 
So we go to... So at this point, nothing left to do but start picking up the pieces of my shattered ego. Actually, shattered isn't the right word. Fate took my ego, threw a tyre soaked in gasoline on it, and then used a Bic lighter <laughs> and a five-burrito <laughs> fart to torch it. <laughs> well, that's I, that's I, like a Tijuana necklace. Right. right. <laughs> I, I sit up and look down at my feet and see one of my shoelaces wrapped around the kickstand. Oh. 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 That's why you don't wear these shoes, baby. Yes, yeah. exactly. Ho- hopefully he still so, had his helmet on at that point, though. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I I would say I hope he didn't, because then he need to get a new helmet. Right. <laughs> well, better than a new head, right? So uh, head will heal. Helmet won't heal. <laughs> so, Maybe, if you're that's lucky. my motto. Sean is 51. He's been riding. He says, I've been riding since I was f- uh, like five on the street and since 15, getting an M- M1 license at 15. Um, nice. Lots of screw-ups riding in the dirt, but only... One incident on the street caused by the classic left turner, and that was 30 years ago. Damn. I think we've all had that. Mm-hmm. All right, um, I've been riding with people yep. and see them fall over at stoplights, signs by catching a shoelace on the peg. <laughs> Thankfully, those same people that I ridiculed mercilessly, of course, weren't around to see the karma go to work <laughs> on him with a sledgehammer. <laughs> um, <laughs> the redeeming thing. Look, thankfully, my gear did its job, and I literally walked away without a scratch. I should hope so. This cool. time, pretty sure my ego is still back at the gas station behind the dumpster, <laughs> third-degree burns, pleasuring strangers in exchange for cigarettes and cheap vodka. <laughs> Sean, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, baby. Uh, Sean, it's a tragic story, mate. And yes. Well done. Yeah, tie your shoelaces up. Yes. <laughs> Lucas, you got one there. I do, in fact. Uh, let's see. It's from Leslie Spetz. And it says, you're welcome, and suggestions for history, mystery hole. I believe that's what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Um, so it says, hi, guys. Glad you enjoyed the bourbon balls. You cracked yes. me up. Mm-hmm. And no apologies were needed. That was the response I was hoping for, including the sweaty balls reference. <laughs> <laughs> and I prefer uh, chocolate salty balls myself. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yum. I think there were <laughs> some of last night. Chef's chocolate salty balls. Don't ever say that again. Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it says, I was actually worried that someone would try to shove more than one ball into their mouth and would end up choking themselves. <laughs> Luck- luckily, you know, we're pretty good at putting balls in our mouth. So uh, we will send more Kentucky stuff at later dates. Love my state in spite of its horrid politics. Nice. Going to refrain from commenting. <laughs> A couple suggestions for the divine uh, Miss M's history hole. I'm all ears, darling. Uh, Herbert Gunnison's book, 70 Years on a Motorcycle. Oh, yeah. This guy is amazing. A good read. He set and reset long-distance riding records mm-hmm. here in the States. Later in life, had his bike customized to hold his cane so he could still ride. He'd have his cane ready when he stopped and parked. A more recent person of interest for you to check out would be artist and writer Sarah Lyons. Mm-hmm. Leons, or however you pronounce that. Sarah rode solo across the states on an old Honda, I believe. She has a great photo documentary on her website, sarahlion.com. She had plenty of breakdowns, yet kept going and did a really cool art installation, including her bike to document the ride upon her return to Louisville. The show was at Arts Watch, which sadly is no longer, but it was a great show nonetheless. Both connected to Louisville, both tough riders, hoping that... uh, Okay, her bike's name is P R R R L. Pearl. It's Pearl, like nice. but like a purr. 
Pearl, my bike's name, said with a growl like Gorilla Girls, yeah. whatever nice. that is. Uh, and I are set for adventure soon. And that's from Leslie. Cool. cool. Rad. Yes. And I, I can attest to the fact that country uh, that uh, t- Kentucky has some of the most beautiful country to ride through. It's very beautiful. Yeah. I love it Bowling is. Green. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, where's a Tale of Dragon? That's not That's, that's on the that's on the Tennessee North oh, Carolina yeah. border. Yep. Close, but not Keep going. Not entirely there. Closer than here, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and uh, who else has got an email? Hello. Hello, Charlie. Charlie. Hello. 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 What's up? <laughs> I got an email from Michael Hill. Michael! Hello! Yo. Hey, Michael. Uh, here is a recall you may want to share to the right. audience. Thanks for spending some time talking about recalls the other week. One note, manufacturers do send out recalls before the government steps in. They don't want customers so pissed that they stop buying a given brand. Yep. Also, no one wants lawyers to get involved, so they try to do everything they can to keep bad things from happening. Mike. Yeah. Um... He said, basically, if you have a Triumph 2016 to 2017, the throttle may stick open when using heated grips. Uh. Emma, are heated grips stock on that mic? No, it's not great. So these are Triumph heated grips? Mm-hmm. They're, they're OEM heated grips. So yeah. OEM, so if you put on accessory. an right. OEM accessory, mm-hmm. um, what would cause the throttle to stick on heated grips? <sighs> It might expand, and then it doesn't get well, any uh, Have you in encountered well, this? Yeah. My, my throttle does that. Well, it's, it's just shitty cruise control. <laughs> no, it's because of shitty um, right. installation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, what's it, going it, on it, with these? It's like an installation problem. Um, the actual uh, the, the throttle tube was cut at a slightly different length to the grip, so the grip just binds at the end of the handlebar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, it's the grip binding on the bare part of the Got handlebar it. that's yeah. causing oh, the exactly bind. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. makes perfect and sense. And it's, it's, it's an easy fix. I mean, you've just got a spacer. And right. you put the spacer in, it brings right. it back, and everything's yeah. tickety-boo. I've, I've had to install heated grips on multiple people's bikes. And they're not, like, you know, OEM, but usually once you put them on, then the troubleshooting starts. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll, nev- they'll never fit as good as, you know, the regular grips. But yeah. sometimes they will, you know. And, and certain bar ends can do that, too. So Nice. Well, um, I don't think we don't have any uh, upcoming rides. I think there's maybe some dirt biking in the future. Isn't there a vampires ride coming up? Uh, there's well, a scoot and shoot in San Francisco. All right, hmm. cool. But I you think have guns in San Francisco. Yeah, that's what allowed. Well, you got to shoot the hippies. That's right. Um, <laughs> oh, the, uh, it's tech rows now, Liza. It's tech th- This week <laughs> there was definitely a turn in the weather. And yes. I know, I know people back east don't want to hear about our suffering two weeks of rain, and that was our winter, but it was. It was like a month, though. Really. <laughs> it's supposed yeah. to start again next week. Yeah. Um, really? But yeah. Wednesday, yeah. It's we had a hell of a storm, too. Yeah. It's definitely got me wanting. I haven't been doing a lot of riding lately, so. The roads are starting to dry out. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I went for a ride today. I went, yes. like, up SoCal San Jose along Summit, down, yes. down Nine. It was gorgeous. Well, you know. Cool. I actually, I've been spending so much time working on other people's bikes. Um, I actually did a bit of work on my Goldwing. Is it done? Weekend. Did you finish no. it? No. Charlie Wheeler wants to ride it. No. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, not even, it's not even close to being finished, but I was so motivated with the good weather. I thought, you know, if I don't pull my finger out of my ass, this thing is going to be in bits all, all next summer. So... You know, that's what I need to do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> finger out Bagel, we saw your storage <laughs> space. Yeah, <laughs> if you if oh, you put a it's filled up. if you put a turbo oh on God. it, is it gonna like it's gonna yuh up and then it's gonna yuh up? Uh, 
right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I hope people enjoyed the Elspeth Beard. Uh, our I released yes. that on Monday. Yeah, isn't she fantastic? Um, That's well, so cool. Good news. I'm going to do it again uh, Monday night. I'm going to release another special interview mm. we did. Yeah. Um, this time it's going to be with Carolyn Sells, and um, Carolyn Sells what? <laughs> and well, You're the I'm, first person to think of that. You, you can look. It I up. know. I'm so fucking clever. <laughs> if you don't know, haven't heard that name, you can look it up beforehand, or you can wait and find out. Uh, what an amazing writer wait, she wait is. Wait and, and find out. Wait and find out. But it was, it was hell another of an interview. great interview. So uh, I'll be releasing that uh, Monday night. Yeah. So there will be two podcasts again this coming week. Double cool. bangers. Double bangers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. And I can know. I share something about the, the, the Elspeth interview, which, mm-hmm. we, we, of course, listeners didn't realize. We were Skyping. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she could see us and we could see her. And <laughs> Elspeth did the majority of the interview just lying in bed. And wow, was she wearing like a smoking robe and like had a pipe? (laughs) Was she in her water tower? She was in a water tower. So cool! Check check out her website because she has tons of pictures of it, and it's the coolest house. That's awesome. Yeah, 120 foot tall. Oh yeah, and it's It's like like six floors, 16 foot ceilings, and she's got hanging bathrooms. So So if you just want to make sure, because some people think we are only putting out one podcast, so last week we put out two, and this week we're putting out two. So look for those. And so thank you for everyone who's given us these Emma's History Hole suggestions because we're learning with them. And I am going through each and every every one of them. Um, Some stories are longer than others. and I have to work out, if it's a shorter story, we'll do two together. But what I try and do is if we do two together, I do two that are like one another. Right. So we don't dilute each particular story. Really, if I have enough material, I would like to devote a complete hour's Emma's history There's hole to each one. So many people who deserve that. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, for both of those women, we could have just kept on talking. Oh, yeah. There's so much to cover. Well, as long as the <laughs> as long as the wine held out. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So look for that. You'll get two. And um, also thanks to all of our Patreon subscribers. And once again, I want to remind people: if you become a subscriber, a supporter for five dollars a month, I'll send you out one of our new limited edition t-shirts and they are fabulous they're very nice our retro t-shirts that's the uh, best deal i could find when i was looking at everyone else for the deals they had you know knock put one of those t-shirts on it made i look couldn't slim i, I couldn't keep my hands off it, it was so you, look, you usually look kind of dumpy and you put that shirt on <laughs> and you look well, I no i look less dumpy <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it real. It's an improvement. <laughs> Come on, exactly. <laughs> Own it. Well, either Own way, even is. if you're not dumpy, you look great I, riding your Jixer in your T-shirt. Well, <laughs> so. yeah. I think it just pulled the gut in all the right places and lifted your tatas a little right. bit. <laughs> it was good. It was good. You don't want to see that. It was the so, male yeah. version of a sports bra. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bra. So, yeah. If you go to MotorcyclesAndMissits.com, there you will find the link to our Patreon page. You'll find the link to our YouTube page. Which I hear there's going to be a new video soon. We're working on it. Um, but you'll also find our email, our phone number, everything you want there. Um, it's still not too late to buy a calendar if you want. And there are some people who have been uh, ordering from me a T-shirt and a calendar together. Sweet. Uh, it's $45. Gets you the T-shirt and calendar shipped out. So, yeah. Very nice. Um, go to MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com. Keep the emails 
coming. We yeah, appreciate we it. it. Yep. And just a shout out, Sheila sent a really cool email last week that I didn't share because I had trouble printing it out. Oh, Sheila, Sheila. But, <clears throat> Sheila from Texas, and and thank you. It was this interesting electric scooter, but the back of it is like a truck box, like a pickup truck. Interesting. That you can, like, take your dog and stuff with you. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm. It's neat to see things that are coming down the pike. I'll share it with you. No, it's two-wheeler. Really? Yeah, with, like, a truck bed in the back. So keep them coming. We appreciate it. Um, And, yeah. Thank you, everyone who has uh, left a review on iTunes. Keep those coming. If you haven't, do it now. Now is the time. On that note, I think we're ready to get out of here. Yeah. This is Liza. This is Doc. I'm Bagel. Emma, darling. I'm Lucas. (laughs) Alex. (laughs) Isaac. Charlie. (laughs) Balls of steel. Yeah! (laughs) And we're out of here. Cool. 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 Cool.